weddings. I love weddings. I love the atmosphere. I love the ceremony. I particularly love the party and the food. Over the last three years, I have been to about 10 weddings. They were weddings of friends and um, weddings of family members. Some of them were here at HGC. Others were as far away as the Isle of Man. At some of them, I was an evening guest and at others, I was a bridesmaid. Or at John and Beth's wedding, John, who is our organist, um, I was a groomsmaid, which is like a bridesmaid, but on the groom's side. In each of these occasions, regardless of my role, the distance, or my relationship to the person, I put in the effort to prepare myself in the best possible way. Most of that preparation involved shopping, curling my hair, and doing my makeup, but it is still the best preparation. In our gospel for today, Jesus describes the kingdom of heaven like a wedding banquet, a wedding party. He talks specifically about two groups of guests, the initial guests who were invited and the final banquet guests who actually went. The, the, the first group Jesus mentions are the initial guests. These are the type of guests who, in our present time, will have received the Save the Date card, pinned it to their fridge, and then replied to the invitation saying that they could come. But their excitement for the day is lacking. They receive a phone call or an email from another guest asking them to arrange travel details, and then they bail. They were chased up, but they just make excuses. Jesus, in the parable, uses the excuses of one went to his field and another to his business. Both of these occasions, the guests are simply apathetic. At the end of September, a close friend of mine, Poppy, got married to her lovely now husband, Nathan. The wedding was on a Friday, and I had put it in my diary. Since receiving the invitation, I had been accepted to start training to become a vicar and realized that on that very same day, I had a residential weekend. Poppy and Nathan's wedding was important to me. We tried everything to get me there. Uh, their wedding was earlier in the afternoon. It would have been a squeeze, but we had worked out a way that I would get there. But in the end, I said that I couldn't go. I made the excuse. I, wasn't disappoint I was disappointed. Poppy and Nathan were disappointed. And worst of all, I missed out on my wonderful friend marry her best friend. It was a once-in-a-lifetime event, and I couldn't be there. Jesus warns us that if we make excuses, whether they are supposedly good ones or not, my like my residential weekend, we will miss out on a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. We will miss out on being accepted into the kingdom of heaven. So some of the guests who were initially invited made excuses, but others, others of them behaved in a way that is completely unacceptable. Jesus says that they seized his servants, ill-treated them, and killed them. In our country, in our time, for this to happen is unthinkable. But here, Jesus is li likely to be linking the servants to the Old Testament prophets. 
Those were God's servants, and often many of them were persecuted in some way. Jesus makes an example of these guests. They don't seem to care about the king or the wedding. Those that made excuses are just indifferent, like those today who see other people's faith, but for them, they just don't really care. And those who killed, well, they are like those who actively try to tear down others' faith. Somebody like Richard Dawkins, who claims to be a militant atheist. Either way, these guests who were initially invited are rejecting the king. Richard Dawkins and those who just don't care, they are rejecting Jesus. Through this parable, Jesus is saying that there is nothing more important than the king. There is nothing more important than accepting his invitation. These guests rejected him, and there may be some of us here today who are consciously rejecting Jesus. I want you to hear this. Jesus has invited you into his kingdom. Those guests needed, to, needed the invite in order to reject it, and Jesus has invited you. God doesn't want anyone to perish. He actively seeks us out. The other group that Jesus brings into this parable are the guests who do come to the banquet. Jesus describes them as the bad as well as the good. Jesus' invitation is open to all. Some of us here today might feel like we're on the outside. We might feel unprepared, as though we haven't received the invitation. Jesus is inviting you and me into his wedding banquet. Will you accept his invitation today? Jesus' sacrifice and love compels us to enter in. He died and rose again so that he could invite us into his wedding banquet, the bad and the good. So will you actively accept him today? There is one guest that Jesus pinpoints at the end of this parable the guest who is found with no wedding clothes. These guests had no time to prepare. They didn't have months before where they could buy a new tie or new shoes or a new dress. They were invited, but they were unprepared. However, as a custom, the king always gave the guests wedding garments so that each of them is clothed in a way pleasing to the king. This guest was insulting the king by not accepting those wedding clothes. Jesus says that he was thrown outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. He's referring to the final judgment day when Jesus will come again. This guest was unprepared, like all the guests were. He had even accepted the invitation, but he did not accept the gift from the king, the robe that would transform him. By accepting Jesus' invitation, we are each invited to put on a robe. Isaiah 61 says that the Lord has arrayed me in a robe of his righteousness. That transformation for us is God's righteousness. If we accept the invitation, God will transform us. You see, being a Christian is not about works. We are all unprepared but it is about faith, 
and receiving Jesus's righteousness rather than our own unrighteousness, a status we don't deserve, but which Jesus freely gives to us, like the wedding robes in this parable. This guest had, had accepted the invitation from the king and he had arrived at the party. He was probably dancing like everyone else was and eating the food like everyone else was. But he didn't let the king transform him because he wanted to be there on his own terms. For us today, there might be some of us here who go through the motions of coming to church. We think that we have accepted the invitation from Jesus, but we want to do it on our own terms. We think our own righteousness, our own goodness, our own clothes are good enough. But we need to humble ourselves and receive with gratitude the clothes that Jesus gives us. So my question is this, which of these characters in the parable do you relate most to? Jesus invites each of us to his wedding banquet. Do you accept the invitation? Will you let the love of a savior transform you so that when the wedding does come, we can be clothed with his righteousness? The invitation is on the fridge. What will you RSVP? Amen.